Hey everyone and welcome to the Commander's Vault. Uh, we're just a bunch of nerds talking about our favorite format, EDH. AB, and I've been playing Magic for close to 20 years now. My favorite color is black and my favorite EDH deck right now is uh, the Father. Uh, that's a Yogmoth uh, Thran Physician, if you're not familiar. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with it right now and um, we're just going to be talking about the format and changes like that. Uh, I'm going to pass to Adam. Hi guys, uh, this is Adam, and I have been playing Magics for about uh, seven to eight years at this point. Um, favorite color is blue, and I like to play a lot of control decks, mm. as I'm sure these guys around me will be talking about it. Um, I uh, My favorite deck currently right now is a brand new one that I just made called Tassiger Control. Uh, essentially, it just kind of controls the game down, lets you guys kind of play a little politicky and... Uh, Hopefully win the game that way. I'm going to pass to my buddy Dale over here. Uh, yeah, my name's Dale. I've been playing Magic since Amonkhet, so not too long. Uh, my favorite color is green. And uh, right now I'm playing uh, Marwin the Nurturer. It's uh, basically elf ball deck that runs Eldrazi's and big stuff. A uh, bunch of squirrel stuff slotted in there. So, you know, I like to crap out <laughs> squirrel tokens. It's always fun. Uh, I guess I'll pass it on to Trevor. <laughs> What's up, guys? My name's Trevor. Uh, favorite color, I'm going to also go with green. Uh, it's the color I started playing Magic with. Uh, I started playing Magic back in Battle for Zendikar, um, Magic Origins era. I'm not sure which set it was, but it was around that time. So also not too long, um, but I feel like I've really grown as a player, and uh, EDH is definitely the way to go. I mean, I've, I've, I've pretty much been playing that since day one, since Adam here got me my first Commander deck. I think it was... 2014 Obnixilus, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite deck I've been running lately is uh, my boy Urza from Modern Horizons. He's pretty good. Uh, saw a little bit of a crippling today, but that's okay. We'll talk about that later. Um, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, the, the value I'm getting out of the artifacts and things like that I run is just crazy. And uh, yeah, it's been a great time. Um, this episode today is going to be more about an introduction of who we are and stuff like that, and then uh, we'll be coming at you guys soon with another episode that's going to be more about um, some of the actual content we want to bring to you guys, like deck techs, card reviews, set reviews, uh, things of that nature. Yeah, we're just kind of basically uh, just introducing ourselves, you know. I mean, like I said, I mean, I've been playing EDH myself since before, you know, Barely, there was barely a ban list. Uh, it was still called, you know, Elder Dragon Highlander. You know, there was no mm -hmm. wizard support. It was basically we went on a website and whatever Sheldon Menery said was, you know, law yeah, at that yeah. point. Uh, you know, still is. Hey, it, you are correct. Yeah. It's just one of those things. It was just like nobody knew what the format was at the time. It was just like you'd go in and be like, "Do you want to play some Elder Dragon Highlander?" And somebody'd that be like, "Sounds kind of I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, just sounds, like, it sounds sweet. It's one like, of those things you hear it and you're like, oh, hell yeah, I want to check that yeah. out.'" <laughs> but at the time, like, I was really into Legacy. Oh yeah. So I was yeah. like, I was like, that sounds way too janky and stupid. <laughs> I was like, I'm used to playing a deck where it's like, okay, it's like, I, I played Legacy Goblins and Legacy Charbelcher. So it was like, I'm either gonna win on turn zero or I'm gonna have like five dudes out by turn two yeah so yeah yeah i've never actually played legacy myself but like the charbelcher deck like uh i've talked to mm. a couple of you guys about what so and whatnot, and i've seen i've seen it in action like it's pretty gross like it runs one <laughs> land yeah 
In ways, I mean, Commander is really similar to Legacy. I mean, besides oh. the fact, obviously, that you can't run playsets and stuff like that, it more or less is the same ban list. I mean, obviously, yeah. you can run the Moxon and stuff like that in Legacy, but um, for the most part, I mean, it's pretty much the same deal. Uh, no, can, the, the Moxon are... The they're limited, aren't they? Like, no, you can they're run banned. One of? They're uh, vintage. One of my... Vintage. Oh, I'm vintage. thinking vintage. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. This is how much we play ADH tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't... Yeah, I don't like, yep, exactly. Yeah. Yep, exactly. But we're just going to be basically... Uh, forwarding our take on new products that come out, what Wizards is doing with the format officially. Um, we're going to be taking a look at some of the things that the rules committee is doing with the ban list, um, things like that. You know, do things deserve to be banned? Do things deserve to be unbanned? Uh, talking about deck techs and doing our you know favorite you know styles and yeah. decks and things. Go over your um, commanders. Our give our uh, deck list on it. I mean, you were the first. Uh, you actually came to me the other day and uh, got my Kerfix deck list and sent it to somebody. Did they ever hit you back? Oh, they just said like thank they you. They just said thank yeah. you. Yeah. I, I didn't mean, know if you heard any anything about it. I mean, as as much as we've been playing, um, I had only gotten a tapped out. You know. Mm. Maybe a year ago, yeah, or something, fair. and I hadn't even really logged most of my deck lists on there yet. But uh, we're gonna be—we can hit you with some of those links um, on our official Instagram page. That's also Commander's Vault. Um, we're also partnering with uh, MTG Survivalist, which is uh, Dale over here. Uh, yeah, Dale just did a really sweet giveaway. I don't know if anybody saw that, but yeah, go ahead and tell them about it. <clears throat> Yeah, we just did a giveaway for a foil altered Japanese uh, Ugin, and so Ooh. that was pretty yeah, pretty it was, spicy. It was pretty nut. Yeah, honestly. yeah, yeah. That's definitely a spicy. They pool. definitely. That's great. Speaking yeah. on the uh, giveaways, I'm also going to be running a giveaway for this podcast as well. In the in the actual first episode, we're going to run. I'll have all the details for that giveaway on there, but I can just tell you right now, it's going to be something. Oh, it's pretty spicy. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah, big. It's pretty yeah. spicy. <laughs> Definitely going to want to tune in. Again, you can find us at, at Commander's Vault on Instagram. We also have a Facebook page, The Commander's Vault. Uh, we'd love to see some of your deck techs so we can talk about, the, uh, talk about that, give you suggestions. We'd like suggestions on our decks. Good, healthy discussion is always good for everybody, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, if you guys want to just hop on there, give it a like, you know what I mean? Um, check it out. I think we'll have some great content for you guys. I think that's the biggest thing about doing this podcast is, like, how much we like just discussing about magic alone. Yeah. And like, mm -hmm. I mean, there's not a day that goes by I don't look, <laughs> yep. do something with magic, yep. talk about magic in some way, shape, or form. So, like, yeah. It is definitely gonna... a disease in some ways. You know, it's, <laughs> it's infectious. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's and I've literally infectious. Yeah, I mean, I've I've literally been playing longer than all the three of you put Combined. together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, it's like I got a I got a shoebox from a friend, you know, when I was like ten, mm -hmm. and they were just like, "I don't want these. Do you want them?" And I was like, "Man, the art's pretty cool, and I don't know how to play, <laughs> and I don't know what these numbers mean." But, uh, you know, and then slowly but surely, it uh, took over my life. Yeah. I was one of those poor fools who uh, decided that it was probably a good idea to buy one of those atrocious deck builder toolkits. I think I bought, like, <laughs> two Magic Origins ones, a Shadow Over Innistrad one, before I realized, like, these are kind of trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're not really going to get me anywhere buying the yeah. damn deck builder well, toolkits. So, and then, and then, like I said before, he got, you know, my friend Adam here, he got me my first commander deck and from there it was just like dude this is the format this i'm gonna the, play like this is this the is the shit format. right here oh, so yeah. 
like from the minute I learned about it and I put together my first uh, Reese the Redeemed. Ooh, oh, nice yeah, tokens. Good one. Good yeah. One. yeah, and you know, this the the things that were made possible via Commander uh, was just absolutely insane. I like in my fifth Commander game ever. Like I'd known how to play Magic for quite some time, but in my fifth Commander game, uh, I managed to hit somebody for. Uh, 15,000 elves crater hoofed. Oh, Holy. Lord. That'll do Holy. it. Yeah. And, you know, I, just, I remember sitting at the kitchen table and just like, I had my phone out and I was doing the calculations of damage just to see what it was. And I was just like, man, that was awesome. Yeah. I love this format. Yeah, definitely. I still actually have my Obnixilus deck. It's no longer Obnixilus. It's, see, I think it was Corlash. After it was Erebus, Corlash, Heir to Blackblade, and then I believe it became yeah. Sheoldred, and then most recently I've changed it over to Erebus, and I, I think it's I've, it's definitely. Have you heard about I've, our Lord and Savior, the Yog? <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have. I mean, I really find Yogmoth superior to most of the mono black generals at this point. I was running uh, Zhao Dun. Uh, yeah, one right. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I mean, his I mean, his ability is just really it's synergistic with 99.9% .9 of the things that Black is trying to do in the game anyway. Um, I feel the key piece of text on Yogmoth is the fact that it's uh, you have to put the minus 1 minus 1 counter on up to one other creature. So you can just do it, even if you're controlling the board. They don't actually have to have anything, and you don't have to, you know. So you can choose nothing, like correct. To, yeah. It's hmm, just it's sack a creature, pay a life, draw a card. Essentially, yep. at that point, nice. Um, because for a while I had misread it. I thought that you had to put the counter on something. So I was like, oh, he can't even put the counter on himself because he is a human. He has protection from humans. That was an interesting, I thought that was like an interesting interaction. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. you can't put the counters on him. He's the doctor. Yeah. How dare he get the plague? Yeah. You know, it was How just about like, it? no, he just passes the playground and draws you a bunch of cards. I'll have to look into him because like the main reason why my mono black deck has changed so much over the years is because I've just felt that there was a lack in like consistency. You know what I mean? Like my most recent change was to Erebus because I was like, okay, well, I feel like I'm not drawing enough cards all the time. Erebus has draw stapled right to his card, so we'll try him out. But yeah, maybe I should look into doing some Yogfather. That sounds I mean, good. Take a page for, out of your book. If you think about it, for the same cost as converted mana cost, uh, you get a creature that for one for no mana and one life less than Erebos uh, does the same thing at the cost of another creature. Which is something Black totally loves to I do. Mean, I mean, you know, I've slotted in Bloodgast and Gutter Bones and Reassembling Skeleton, and it's just been... I find myself, you know, demonic tutoring for a Reassembling Skeleton no or kidding. a Bloodgast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just... There's such powerful engines in the deck that it's just like... Oh, it's ridiculous. It's funny, too, because when it was first spoiled, I kind of was like... Oh, Urza's way better. It's way better, but and I mean, he still is, he is better. He's still better. But I just, I didn't quite realize the potential, like the synergy, like you, mm -hmm. like you state. Like I didn't quite realize like what he could really do within Black. I mean, he, he very well may be the best mono Black commander right now. I, I would say that he is. Honestly, like Zhao Dun, Zhao Dun offered a lot of. 
um, backup and consistency because you know if you're playing a really heavy control meta, you know they counter your torment of hailfire, you know for thirteen or fifteen or whatever. Because most yeah <laughs> most as most, tradition <laughs> yeah, most black decks um, run on like the big mana boom where you're uh-huh. trying to slot down your crypt ghast and your gauntlet and your sure. extra yeah, planer definitely. and you're just trying to. You know, you're either trying to control the board, or I mean, there are the creature combos, of course, like you know, Mike yeah. Trike, things like that. Yeah, but certainly. The the backbone of the deck is just having a lot of mana, and Zhao Dun allows you to recycle your win cons from your grave, which yeah. is pretty effective. But with Yogmoth, I think being able to keep everybody else's board completely clean. And also drawing a bunch of cards. Yeah, I mean, that's just uh, it's just advantage. fantastic. Yeah. Did Zhao Dun find his way into the 99 of your Yawgmoth deck? He did. I he imagined did. he would. That makes sense. Um, I, it, I mean, the power of Mono Black soared because of Bolus's Citadel. Yeah, I was. I was wondering when you were going to bring that card up. To oh that card my! Is just, I'm I finding that myself. Last night. I'm, yes, he did. It's so good. I, it's yeah, such a good was, card. I'm finding myself wanting awesome. to slot that into my CDH when they were over Adnos when, because of Adam it, actually brought it up and he's like, "Dude, one more mana. It's better than Adnos." And I mean, it is. Adnos just draws you the cards and you take yeah. the life. That lets you play them for the life. I mean, it's 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 literally oh my gosh, infinitely like, better for only one more mana. Adam, Agreed. did I not come in the day Bolus the Citadel was spoiled? <laughs> I said this is the most powerful black card they have printed in the past five yeah, years. It's oh, I agree. I agree. It has, I mean a lot of. I mean, it has place in CD, CEDH because of its obvious advantage engine. Because in CEDH, you're life total is a mere resource oh absolutely yeah. like you know if you could if you could run channel in commander oh you know god. what i'm saying you're just like oh my god yeah it's it's the same kind of theory but it's just like having those that ability to spend your life to play cards is like it's obviously like the best effect for black it's exactly what black wants to do yeah yeah i mean it's it, there's no doubt and i mean Pairing it with something like Aetherflux Reservoir, where you're going to cast the spells by paying the life, but gain that life right back after you cast, like, what, two or three of them? Two or three cards, and you're you're probably netting positive life at that point. I mean, yeah. it's, it's infinite. You're going to yeah. cast your deck. Well, I mean, there's, there's like, the three-card combo version. With, with the, the Sensei's top. The, the yeah, top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... Necropotence, too. I think there's some shenanigans yep. there as well. I, I've done that yep. quite a few times, where the Necropotence is the filter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like, I'll get just, your lands off I'll the top I'll pay three life to get all these lands off the top, and yeah. then I'm going to cast whatever. Yeah, exactly. Know. Top of the Necropotence is the filter card. Aetherflux and the Bulls of Citadel is the foundation of the combo. Like... That's a combo that I have with Tassiger. I I, lo- I loved it. It's so good. It was, it was yeah. yeah. It was, it was uh, super good. I mean, if it resolves, I'm pretty much scooping. Like it's just game over, man. Like I, if you don't have a response for either the cast or if you don't have a response after Bolas, like a Citadel K grip, the game, yeah, yeah Crows like, grip. Like, dude, it's just it's game over. Like, <laughs> there's no there's no you, question about it. Was it you that had a good interaction the other day? I, tried to blow it up and you went uh, in response to go search for something and 
go to try to cast it off the top of your lap. Yeah, so, yes, um, he had, I can't remember exactly what you did, but it was pretty much that. I mean, you tried to remove the Bolas' Citadel in response. I vampiric tutored. Mm-hmm. For something to keep you from doing that, I think I was actually doing it in my my Moldrotha uh, deck. Yeah, so heroic intervention. I'm pretty sure I like either that. tutored for something like heroic intervention or just a straight up counter spell, and then yeah, just played the counter right off the top of Bolas' Citadel. I mean, the card is just absolute bonkers, man. It's ridiculous. Uh, like you can almost stop yeah. anything. <laughs> like I mean, besides like a Crozen Grip because of the split second and stuff. I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's gonna go down. Like it's it's super awesome. And I don't think anybody really pays attention to the uh, tap ability. I mean, has anybody no, here honestly, done the yeah, tap I don't think ability? that's ever cut the one where you're talking about the pay ten life or whatever. And yep. Yeah, I I, I or sacrifice even, I, 10, 10 non land permanents. Yeah, and people take ten, 10 life. life. Yeah, I'd like, like to give I, a shout out to our secondary sponsors, uh, Nickel Bolas and the <laughs> Gloria Phyrexia. <laughs> uh, yeah, just absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. The card is amazing. Uh. Dale, what are some cards that you've um, recently added to decks that you think have really like shined? Like especially in green. I'd lo- I'm a fellow green mage. I'd love Collector to hear Oof that. is Dale's new favorite card. Yeah. Oh yeah, the yes. Oof. He only <laughs> yeah. likes it because it shats on combos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That's because he hates blue. I, I just don't like combos, so I like to do anything I can to disrupt combos. I really hate artifacts, so I've always played a lot of mono red and mono green just so I can just blow up people's artifacts. That's what I like doing. <laughs> yeah, he has a heartless hit, uh, hit at Sugu deck that. Um, it's yeah, it's just like yeah, it's pretty heartless. That's yeah. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Uh, it just it's one of those decks that like you know you're like. Oh, it's okay. a meme. Okay. It's he's a gonna, meme. Deck. Yeah, you're, you're just like, like he's deck. gonna play Hidetsugu, whatever, and then you're dead like three turns later. It's like, oh, uh, okay, I underestimated you, that. Well, I mean, <laughs> you hit him with the classic like, I'm gonna tap Hidetsugu. How much life are you at? And everyone who says an even life total, he just throws down the flashes in the dictate, and you're just yeah. like, okay, everybody who doesn't have uh, an odd life total, you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. It turns it turns out to be an arch enemy game with you a lot whenever you throw even down when he's the playing heartless. green too like even yeah definitely your your Marwin deck is pretty sweet I, I enjoy it yeah it falls pretty hard to the Yog Father turns out the elves yeah. are not built to withstand the disease that makes yep. sense that makes sense yep. I mean look what happened to Glissa you know yeah. Yeah. so <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to talk about my mono green deck actually I have I have an Azusa Lost but Seeking deck um. It's not your typical, you know, Azusa strip mine cancer that, you know, gets spread around a lot of the time when people like to play that general. But I'll tell you, it is definitely something that um, is a ton of fun. Like, it's just mono green value, good stuff. There's obviously the crater hoof and tooth and nail for the the win in there and stuff like that. Seedborn and Vidalcan Orri to basically, you know, take turns when everybody else is taking turns. Um, explosive fat mana Genesis waves like it's just it's everything I love about the game of magic like green is definitely my favorite color with black and blue in a close second like if I had to pick my favorite stuff it's definitely Sultai and I know Adam will agree with me like that's Sultai is just where it's at they're the best colors in EDH straight up I don't I do not care it's blacks at the very top tutors blue for interaction and green for big stompy things and, man, and ramp, for yeah. the, the ramp yeah, yeah the like, ramp and like, i mean being that all colors have access to brown you yeah. know like all colors having access to uh to artifacts and like fast mana i just think you know 
I would rather I would rather have my mono black over a mono green for ramp because a lot a lot of ramps sometimes in mono green and some people do go the route of like the creature ramp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sakura Tribe Elder, yeah, Wood Elves, things like that. Yeah. Things or even like Birds of Paradise, Arbor Elf, uh, yeah, Land dorks, of War, yeah, 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 especially I mean, you know, Bird of Dale, Paradise is the best dork in the game, hands down. I absolutely Dale having an Elf Ball deck. I mean, you probably got every single mana producing elf in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? <laughs> what do you and think then of the new tons of untapped shenanigans? So you can just keep untapping your elves over and over again, and not anymore. <laughs> Hashtag sad about the uh, Paradox Engine banning. Rip. <laughs> uh, one of the things I am curious about: Did you end up putting Lanawar Tribe in that? Oh yeah, that went. Straight what do you think good, about that? Good, what do you think yeah. about that? Dude, it's Gilded uh, Lotus for three. I'm definitely gonna have to check it out. I mean, one of the sub themes of my mono green deck is definitely devotion. I mean, it hits you with the three devotion. It's tapping for three mana. It seems seems good. Seems good. I'll check it out. It's it's, it's real good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say this though: I do think that. The R&D department did miss a solid opportunity. Picture this, okay? Lanawar Tribe, it's got three elves on it, and each different elf is a different Lanawar elf artwork from the years. Like, how cool would that have been? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think that would have been sweet. I definitely think they kind of... Terrifying. Yeah. From the first oh, iteration. Yeah, the, the, the Lanawar the, elf. Yeah. Alpha the, Lanawar the, elves. The, the things of nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Ah. Uh, yeah, like I, I know, I play, I play a lot of blue. Like I've said, Dale over here hates it. Uh, <laughs> I get. Kinda, I wish you could I see Dale's face. I, <laughs> I wish it. you could see Dale's face as we fawn over, you know, blue and combos <laughs> and things. And he just looks like the angriest old man in the woods. He's just like look, shaking his hermit stick at you from the knoll. These damn kids and their blue magic. <laughs> that stick is a knoll rod. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Dale is collector oof. He uh, is. Yeah, isn't, yes. isn't the oof carrying the knoll rod? <laughs> yes, Yeah, that's is. right. Somebody told me that. I remember that. Um, oof definitely found its way into a few of my decks. I think it's really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah if, if I don't have a lot of like... Um, Artifact interaction that goes into the deck. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like, honestly, I don't even build a deck unless it runs blue. I have two. I, two I know decks. you don't. <laughs> <laughs> two decks that I do definitely, not run blue in them. I, I've learned to love blue. I'll, I'll tell you, I used to be the guy that was just like, ah, oh, blue is cheap. Blue is like the best color in the game, blah, blah, blah. It's, but it is you, the best color. It, it definitely is the best <laughs> color in the game. You, it, uh, once you play it, though, it's just like, okay, well, yeah, I see what the hype's about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a super good color. I mean, it's a great support color. Even by itself, though, a mono blue deck, that's it's sweet. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like, I mean, but, I mean, there have been obvious, like, power imbalances in the colors. Oh, for sure. Yes. Just for sure. Forever. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the, back to the original cycle, the first cycle of... The cycle of threes. It yeah, the dark red, the boon cards. The yeah, boons. I think they're called. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, ancestral recall. Yep. Why is blue the best card in the game? Yeah. You know, the best the color because yeah. uh, oh, so. you just draw three cards for one. Oh, uh, that's turns yeah. out With absolutely no drawback. Turns whatsoever. out really good. Yeah, uh, it's uh, dark ritual. Power nine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, getting getting three men on you know possibly turn one. Turns out that's really good. You know. Yeah. Let alone red. dark ridding into dark rit into dark rit. <laughs> like it just it can get out of control. Like <laughs> yeah, done that once. Yeah, just dark ridded into a dark rit into a dark rit. I think you did. Yeah, I remember you had like a you had like a 
I don't want a black zombie deck. Yeah, I don't know if it was necessarily any one format. It was kind of just like an unlimited sort yeah. of thing. But like, yeah, it was it was gross. <laughs> Getting three dark grits in your opening hand is, is, is like, pretty good. Like I like I say that I've you know been playing for a while, but like this was a this was an instance that happened with a buddy of mine. He's like, oh, do you want to play casual? And I'm like, oh yeah, sure, that sounds great. He's like, oh cool, I'm gonna play my worm deck. And I'm like, okay, worm deck sounds cool. Uh, you know, it probably runs a lot of worms. Yeah. And his first hand, uh, he, he draws, and he did manage to go first. And he said, forest, soaring, soaring, soaring. And I was like, man, I don't know if you can do that. And he's like, dude, it's kitchen table. You can do whatever you want. I'm like, ah, oh, soaring is so good. Yeah. This yeah. was before Commander. Yeah. This was before Commander. It was and it like, became a mainstay. In yeah. And then it was just like, well, turns out. Soaring, uh, getting two mana for one mana, pretty good. Yeah, soaring is like, yeah, it's a straight staple. I mean, that it's the reason why you make it's a ninety-eight a, card deck. Yeah, exactly. It's funny when people like sometimes I, I I'm I'm part of the um, there's a commander forum on Facebook, just MTG Commander, and I'll tell you there are it crops up every now and again where people are just like soaring is too good, it needs to be banned. Blah, blah, blah. It's just like no, dude. Like I would, no. I would it argue deserves to be in every single deck. It's it gets printed in all the commander exactly. support. Like it's just it's too good, man. Ten like, why years not? ago, ten years ago, I would argue for a soul ring ban. Yeah, because the only people who could play soul rings were the only were people paying fifty dollars and up. Are you were serious? they really that much? Are you serious? They were that much at that time. When commander like two thousand and ten. Okay. When I had first heard of Commander, or might have been 2009. It might have. Been, I think it was 2009. Okay. Uh, it was like, you know, you would see these decks and you would see the deck list, and there would be, you know, being that Commander had, was budding, and the only real thing, the only real formats at the time were Standard, uh, Extended, which what was Standard. Uh, it, it morphed into modern. I got you. Okay. So it was extended and legacy and vintage. Hmm. So with the advent of Commander, people were popping these one-off cards in that I, you know, you just never heard of because there were none of those formats. You know, Soul Ring is not in legacy, extended. Yeah, any of those. Standard. Yep. You know, anything like that. So you're like, what? what is this Soul Ring? And then you're just like, pay one mana? Get two mana? Yeah. Re- repeatably. Yeah. Yeah. Super I, good. I am on turn one, and now I'm on turn four. Yeah. yeah. It's like so good. And it, it became like a, like that was where I first d- dealt with that barrier to entry. Mm-hmm. It was like everyone was just throwing together these these commander decks of just rando creatures that matched the colors. And, you know, you'd get, you'd play someone running white green like myself and i just have like vanilla dudes you know yeah vanilla creatures that were just like i just have them in there because they fit the color but over the years it's now like we've taken like the community we've taken commander as a format and elevated it to such a point where i do feel that there is a time and a place for hyper competitive edh anybody can play commander nowadays anybody oh yeah yeah. for sure for sure it's definitely an inviting format i mean my brothers for instance like never played a game of magic before in his life i teach him commander he thinks it's sweet you know what i mean it's one of those things that 
it's not super hard to get into and it's super easy to love you know what i yeah. mean like it's yeah. just it's a ton of fun like and i just love other than other than like you know the commander identity restrictions and things like that you face while you're building a deck i mean you can use cards from any set like that's just why would i want to play in a format where it's like you can only play from these sets like personally in my opinion standards trash like i just i, I cannot get behind standard they tried to do like this weird commander standard thing called brawl, brawl if you oh. guys remember that trash rest, it was rest just, in pepperoni yeah, brawl absolutely dude just like, get out of here i don't even think it had a life to even no, get no. the rest it was a swing and a miss <laughs> that was a swing and a miss for sure i'll you know, tell you had they just gotten rid of the standard rotation that's something i would have checked out but you you put you put limitations like a rotation like that on it i mean hell even modern is like a little bit more open than standard you know I mean, what's well, far more open I was than standard, say. but at this point i mean yeah. it's been years since eighth yeah. edition so yeah there's tons of stuff legal and modern but I, do, I don't know i just i love the free that commander brings to yeah. building a deck i mean i can literally look through thousands of cards if we're talking and try and pick good stuff like we're talking about outstanding commander failures i think tiny leaders deserves to be up there yeah we'll talk about too. that too i'll tell you too i think oathbreaker is going to follow the same path oathbreaker seems like it could be cool but it's one of those things i think is going to get like a, a lot of hype like apparently oathbreaker became a format like two years ago but yeah. only until like a month and a half, two months ago, did it start really like it getting this featured on you know Tolarian I mean? Community College. Yeah. Oh, is that when what the it did? Prof yeah, the prof. Thank years. you, professor. He yeah, he made a video highlighting Oathbreaker as a format, and then everyone's like, Oathbreaker, what is that? Yeah, and then well, it, was just it does seem interesting. I just I don't I think the hype's gonna die. I think a lot of it too is the war of spark. Like, you That's true. Thirty six yeah. new planeswalkers. That's to very try to true. Build a, a yeah. deck around, but like. As I've talked and as I've heard people state, like, you're why try to play a Oathbreaker game when you can do the exactly the same thing in Commander? Like, yeah. just play a Commander game. I yeah. do like the signature spell mechanic. That's I do cool. think it's sweet. That although, is cool. although I did at first not realize that you had to have your Oathbreaker on board, so I thought the format was just far more broken than it actually is. I mean, mm -hmm. the restriction of having to have the Oathbreaker on board before you can cast the spell, that that's probably necessary. Yeah. I mean, I'm over here being a, de a degenerate douchebag and was going to run Ashiok and Demonic Tutor, the new Ashiok from World yeah. of Spark. It's like, mm, tutors for me, no tutors for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So well, this just, this guy over here was going to build a Narset Windfall, so I mean... Yeah, I mean, yep. Because I'm a control player. Yep. Absolutely, you bastard. Have to. I, mean, <laughs> I don't. I don't think Oathbreaker will see any bans because it's not that heavily played of a format. But no, like they banned Leovold for less. My boy got cut at the knees. <laughs> I built the deck, and then they banned him. So yeah, with that, uh, we're gonna wrap it up there. Uh, we want to definitely get into talking about the ban list, but we're gonna save that for our first episode. Um, again, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Neil Carney, at the Comics Vault. Um, he's really done a lot for us to make this a reality, and it's definitely something we've been wanting to do for a while. Um, hope to see you guys in the future. Uh, I did want to state before we sign off here, um, at the uh, Comics Vault downtown Altoona, uh, we do have a couple of events coming up. On Mondays, we'll be doing drafts of M20, whatever the current set would be in rotation. Um, 
Wednesdays will be kind of a varying. We'll sometimes we'll do standard, sometimes we'll do modern, popper, so on and so forth. Maybe we might get in the legacy, depends on how many people kind of come around. And then on Saturday nights, we end up doing uh, EDH, the, mo- the best day of the week, um, <laughs> to play. Here, if, here. You, <laughs> if you want to uh, come down and check us, uh, check us out, uh, we're the more the merrier. Uh, yeah, so the details on this giveaway we're going to be doing for the Commander's Vault is going to go, basically there'll be a key phrase in the next episode, and you're just going to have to direct message the Commander's Vault uh, Instagram page with that key phrase, and that will get you entered into the contest. And uh, yeah, like we were saying, it's going to be pretty nuts, giving away booster box, bunch of packs, some random gear to go along with, you know, your new cards you're going to be getting. So Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, it's going to be pretty sweet. Yeah, like sleeves, play mats, all kinds of goodies. All right, guys, this has been the Commander's Vault. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time.